Ramble. We've got Oprah on the podcast today. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Tripod. We've got a very special episode. Yes. We've got some special guests. Yes. But first, the regulars. It's (gasps) your boy, Ned. And we've also got Keith. Hey. And Zach. Yes. And Miles. Hey, what's up, sweethearts? And Rainy is also listening. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Shout out to Rainy. A lot of bodies in here. Do we have to see people on YouTube can see? Yeah, I have bad news. Hey. There's Rainy. I have bad news, and uh, and I'm so sorry to our guests who have it's yet to be still announced. not fixed. It's still not fixed. The AC about? is broken in here. Look, it's our brand new office, baby. I put in the ask. I think they're coming to fix the AC on Friday. I specifically uh, wore pants, thinking that you'd be blasting the AC. No chance. And we baby. have like you know winter summer summer winter. How's that like, possible? I don't know. I think they said the all pipes of the froze. rest of the AC works. I'm telling you, brother. Why is it the podcast room? I know that's a great question. Well, thank you for the heads up and warning. You so got it, we, baby. Well, you're wearing shorts. So I'm thinking out. Just thinking about about it but let's meet our guests we've got thomas from yes theory Whoa, Hello. Wow. come on put some mustard on that give him the introduction he deserves <laughs> well I, you know zach told me that i was yelling too much so i'm trying to keep it <laughs> <laughs> but here's some business everyone really turn down your volume <laughs> We've got one of our most exciting guests ever. Yeah. Bring the oh, action, bring the energy. Jesus. They travel the globe. They have done everything. He's currently eating only fast food for a week. And if that's a spoiler, bleep that shit out, Miles. <laughs> you got it, baby. No, it's good. Leave it it's in. It's Thomas from Yes Theory. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. That's a great intro. Thank yeah. you so thank you. much. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, thank you spontaneous podcast but yeah. I, I, i've yeah. been wanting to meet you guys for so freaking long and i'm so happy to well we had a, we happen. had a lovely call eight months ago yeah. and we, we FaceTimed, had a call. It was cute, and it was yeah. very cute um but then yeah three days ago two days ago eric texted me being like hey i'm in town shooting with yes theory and thomas is eating a bunch of garbage and we wanted to know if you would go eat garbage <laughs> with him and i was like because you're sort of like the king of garbage right i'm like uh-huh let's do it <laughs> so we went and had breakfast today uh but it, the video is that you're eating only fast food for a week yep. and uh um, Amar. Amar is eating only healthy for a week and it's sort of the opposites of your normal eating habits so you're seeing how that affects you physically and mentally which is great right. and I chatted about uh, how Eat the Menu affects me physically and mentally um, and you get to watch that video when it comes out and I'm, I'm excited to watch it because and to put a pin in that and come right back uh, we should introduce our second guest yeah, of course we've got our good buddy Eric Tabak he uh, is a long friend of ours another former BuzzFeeder and has been Filming with Yes Theory for the past few months. So what up, Eric? Eric! Hello. Okay. <laughs> again, BuzzFeed didn't fire him. He quit. I quit and made a YLF BuzzFeed video. Yeah. Didn't do as well as yours. Yeah. Man. Damn. Well, it, it ha- you know, YLF BuzzFeed videos, they kind of had their moment. Yeah. I came late now to that, that trend. The, 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 <laughs> the theme's I was a little behind. Out. Miles is going to make a YLF try, guys. We can't wait. Well, I'm, I told you, I'm going to make it and then continue to work here. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think it was going patient. to be why I'll leave try, guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, I will leave at why some I point. Will and leave this will try be guys. why. That's, I'll do it during the podcast. Really? It could be a 10 part series. <laughs> 
That's not over idea. the 10 years that you'll work here. That's right. <laughs> Brought to you by Capital One. Uh-huh. <laughs> get the ad deal. Who's in your office? <laughs> I assume our, our listeners are familiar with Yes Theory, but if you guys somehow are not, I kind of feel like you guys are what the Try Guys claim to be. <laughs> like, mm. you guys do just the craziest shit. Yeah, when you hear uh, Try Guys, you're like, oh, it'll be like, super cool right and you're like well they're they're trying on ladies underwear today and you're like yeah, all right cool. that wasn't quite what i expected but <laughs> i think of yes theory as like adventure boys because yeah, you go on yeah. so many adventures you do very like wild things that are so cool uh, you basically <laughs> you put on the map the idea of throwing things at a map um, yeah, throwing and, and a dart at a map traveling where it lands going places yep. with zero planning zero preparation yep. they Bungie jumped out of a helicopter with Will freaking Smith. <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah, we've done, cool. we've done a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful for it. And it's, it's, uh, it's, I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I never expected it to go this far. Sure. You know, you start yeah. it. Yeah. And now I'm six years in. And even last night, I was like, man, we're, I've been doing this for six years. <laughs> yeah. like, well, how did this happen? You I don't know? think I know how you guys started. And, and you also have achieved all this, this success without, uh, just stealing the audience of a major conglomeration, which is what we did. So <laughs> fucking kudos to you. Like, what, what, how did you get here? It's it's interesting. So I studied uh, business and computer science, but I so I thought Hot, I would end up in boring. in like startup, yeah, <laughs> in the startup world. And then um, I'd always had a passion for YouTube. Like I watched it since it came out, like 2007, 2006, 2007. I was just subscribing to all these channels. And then when I graduated, I just kind of had a moment where I paused and I was like, if I could do anything and I could succeed at whatever I tried, what would I want to do? And making videos on YouTube popped up, even though I'd never really had any experience doing it and then jumped into it. And I wanted it to have some kind of a sense of purpose and direction for me in my life as well. And then the idea of getting out of my comfort zone felt like it was something that would help me grow and expand and change my horizons. And um, I had a mentor who had, or actually a teacher who had said that the, the greatest way to to achieve creativity is to do things that you don't usually do, like break mm-hmm. out of your regular pattern. Uh, that's what we were just talking about with Ned, how hard it was last year with COVID. Like everything was just Groundhog Day. Um, <laughs> and so I thought, okay, I don't know what I want to do with my life yet. So why don't I try videos and then try doing things I've never done before as a way to like experiment and see what I enjoy doing. And so it was kind of like a two-sided attempt at, at trying something out. And then six years in, I guess, of pursuing that mission, I'm still doing it. And I'm loving it, and I'm learning new layers of what, you know, our slogan is seek discomfort. So I'm learning new layers of what that can do to your life. And there's both external and internal discomfort. I think last year was a lot of internal, you know, like inner seeking for how do we find joy and how do we find peace of mind when the world is existential discomfort. Yeah, existential (laughs) discomfort. Uh, And I've learned a lot through that, but definitely the adventure and the travel is like for me like what gives me most excitement how do you guys balance uh like on youtube it's all about creating repeatable formats and and doing things that are recognizable but also your brand is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone so how do you balance things that you're doing you know frequently that the audience recognizes but also keeping it fresh for yourself that's something we wonder about a lot put on onesies every once in a while (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) i I, it's a good question i I really wonder that for for you guys as well because it's it's hard. Like we, 
get very bored very quickly mm. when we do something like for too long. Like it's for a while we were doing sneaking in videos and I love it, but the rest of the guys didn't. <laughs> and so that got old for them and they're like, let's stop doing that. And I was like, well, I don't mind it, but I guess we can move on. You know, and like, <laughs> you know, and like there's like those formats that come up and we're just like, should we just stop doing this now, I guess, and move on. And the, the, the challenge. And did you move on that, bef- like while those were still at the height of popularity? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, one of our some of the last few ones we posted were the most popular ones we ever posted, and we just never did them again after that. That Which, that takes like a real, I I think like a creative, uh, a real confidence in yourself to say, hey, this thing is really working. The audience likes it, but this is not true to me creatively. Right. We're gonna go on to something else. Yeah, I think it's just you know we've tried to balance that of like how do we come up with new things and then how do we keep delivering why people subscribed in the first place. And I think our audience because of how like our videos have so many different genres and and you know they attract different kinds of people it's been interesting to see over time that evolve and and change and grow and we kind of almost trained our audience to expect like not chaos but just like a something completely (laughs) random every week rather than like you know something i guess you know that you'd expect but sometimes we do get in we have a few formats that we still go back to like asking strangers to do things is something that is reoccurring and we just did one for the first time since COVID uh, a couple weeks ago, which was great. Eric came with us. We asked, we, tr- we figured that elevators are like the most awkward place to meet strangers. <laughs> like when you're in an elevator, it's like just silence and you're yeah. just standing there and you're like, what's up? Uh, yep. And then you're just waiting. Hoping you don't fart. And we were like, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it be funny if we tried to convince someone to go on an adventure with us in an elevator? So like <laughs> elevator pitch. So before they get off, oh, wow. That's they great. can't get off. Before yeah. they get off, you have to convince them. And the craziest thing we kind of thought, we, we're in Miami and we're like, could we fly to Puerto Rico? We've never been. Um, and convince someone to go with us and we have to pitch them in the elevator. So we did that and it was so difficult. <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> Not really? as fun as it looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone yeah. was like, wow, being on a Yes Theory adventure is... Like, I would a- love to do an old school Yes Theory video and then I was like, this is miserable. <laughs> hours we spent two days asking rejections? a two thousand days. people. Two days I was in elevators. Not only yeah. rejections, but there's things that didn't make it into the video. Can I talk yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, you can. Dude, we we got uh, I almost got beat up by this. Special, <laughs> yeah, oh my god! So let's we cut it out in the video because like we're like uh, our they, editors they, were afraid that we would get sued by this guy. We weren't like around. delete the footage. I told like, him it'd be fine, but we weren't around to like make sure it made it into the edit. Dude, I feel like the moment I I started filming with the theory, it just got like so negative. Yeah, like, it's uh, never happened to us ever. Like yeah. no one's gotten aggressive. It's like I I just what changed create chaos. <laughs> I was like, it's me. I'm I mean, you change. have such an aggressive demeanor yeah. and like a kind of like a, you know resting yeah. man. I'm just face. so surprised because I feel like people in Miami are up for adventure. Dude, you Think we that would, everyone would be like, "Yes, let's go." Yeah, we, went, we, we snuck into this bougie hotel. We were sneaking into places and sitting in their elevators for hours. It was awkward. Mm-hmm. They and would sit in elevators, and people would go in, and there's no nothing is pressed. And then Thomas they come in, and they're like. Are you going somewhere? We're like, oh, we're just, just the moment the camera. <laughs> You're the holding the camera too, right? Yeah, so yeah. That's So we're trying to make it like a little discreet. Like he's holding it kind of like at his chest. They noticed right away. Like, they noticed the right f- away. And the on? moment that people would enter, we didn't have enough time on in some buildings. There weren't enough floors. So the moment doors would close, Thomas would press every floor. Oh my so that God. we had, we would have more time to pitch. No oh, So way. it was terrifying. It was terrifying. No She's like cursed out by some dude. Yes. I can only imagine. I'm like, here I'm just doing my 
my thing at my hotel. Maybe I'm on a business trip. Maybe I'm here <laughs> no, on a vacation. I walk in, somebody <laughs> throws a camera in my face. They smash all the buttons and are like trying to prank me. Imagine it's so if much you're worse. Like, you're leaving the continental breakfast because you need to go poop right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> you get on the elevator and some jackass hits every single button. You're like, no, you don't understand. Leave I'm the country. Leave the country yeah. with us. Yeah. yeah. No, it gets worse. It wasn't just someone cursing us out in an elevator. It was me and Amar in an elevator and he was getting into a flow and he was really excited. And then this, this like 20 something year old woman walks in and she's like really engaged in Amar's pitch. And then she's like, yeah, tell me more. And he's like, you can't step out of the elevator until you agree. So stay in the elevator. We're going to go up and down as we talk. Whoa. So we're like going up and down and he pitches the whole thing. And she's like, yeah, I'm in. And she seems like super interested and wow. like very like level headed and perfect guest. Perfect yeah. guest. She's amazing. So we're like, okay, let's step out. Meet Thomas. Thomas is outside sitting in the lobby. He's like, oh my God. Well, hi, hi. And we're like meeting her and she's like, hey, is it okay? Like I have a boyfriend. Is it okay if like I invite him? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. And then it gets awkward. She's like, actually, we're like in a little bit of a fight. And so we're standing. Oh, I'm being oh, anxious listening oh, no. to this. <laughs> so anxious. So we're standing oh, no. in a lobby. I'm holding oh, a camera. No. It's three dudes, this girl. And oh, then no. I say loudly, don't bring him. Like jokingly, <laughs> because they're in a fight. <laughs> Out of nowhere, a shirtless, like no. giant shirtless, shirtless <laughs> redneck. drunk redneck, like southern Burnt dude, shoulders. bear hugs her, like throws her out of the frame and Ooh. looks at me and goes, delete the fucking footage. <laughs> delete the fucking footage. Oh and he God. starts running and at he's me. Wasted. He's Amar, wasted. Yeah, he's wasted. And he's like, Baby I love suit. her. I love her. You don't understand. And she's like, babe, stop. They're funny. And like, it's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. And we're in the middle of this like fancy hotel. And, and, and Amar, like his like, like instincts to defend me. Like he jumps in front of me and pushes the guy away. And, and, and the guy's like, delete the fucking footage. And Amar becomes like an aggressive feminist. And he looks at her and he's like, I'm not deleting the footage unless she wants me to delete the footage. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, do you want me to delete the footage? And she's like, no, no, let's calm down. And he's like, fuck you guys. And he's like, coming at me. Oh, and, shit. and when you watch back the footage, you just hear me. Like I'm still recording, but you hear me above the mic. I deleted the footage. I swear, man, I deleted the footage. <laughs> and I'm just shitting my pants. And they're like, the dude tries to like punch Amar. And then we hear the oh front desk. Where like, are you? We're in Miami, in Miami. some bougie hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So we hear, we hear the front desk. They're like, call the cops, call the cops. So Amar, he's like, I don't want to get deported. Egypt. <laughs> so he leaves right away. And then I, Thomas and I try to do the nice guy thing where like we reach out to shake hands and we're like, hey man, footage is deleted. Like, look, I showed him like an old clip. I'm like, it's deleted. You're all good. And he's like, Thank you guys. Like, let's hug it out. Sorry, like I got a little. <laughs> I just love it when let's, like big broy guys want to hug. Hug, yeah. and, and then after Into the hug, that. he got angry again. He's like, "But if you didn't fucking delete the footage, I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking kill you." And I was like, "Okay, but let's hug it out." It just kept going up and down. So then, wow, the man, front oh, man. desk guy came and he and Thomas was like, "Should we leave?" And the guy's like. Yeah, please. <laughs> so yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah. Please leave. It was, you guys have a Patreon or something? Because I want that bonus footage. That footage is so Dude, crazy. It, it is crazy. And we decided not to put it out because the guy was literally attacking us on like, delete the freaking footage. Well, hey, I'm right. glad we got yeah. the story, yeah. I guess. Or yeah. Something. I would have put it Tripod exclusive. Of, well, yeah, exactly. And one of the guys <laughs> that we asked just in the in the elevators at, like got back to us and said, you have to blur my face and all this stuff. Like, Just someone who was just one of the no's for like, one second and that's the weird thing is at this point we're at the people will find it mm -hmm. right like yeah. this guy will probably find it someone will yeah. figure out will recognize you know even his voice or whatever right so 
Wow. But we just decided not to put it. I was for putting it in. Did you have someone outside the um, elevator with a clipboard with a release being like, oh, excuse me, you need to oh, sign no, this Oh, no, they release? don't come from BuzzFeed. They don't even know what releases are. Are you just, you just bad boys? Y'all are just bad boys You guys are just bad boys? Yeah. No releases? Yeah, no. Oh, no. They're filming oh, wow. out in the That's world. Tight. If the people yeah. consent on camera. You can't do that Seek in a hotel, baby. though. Yeah. That's yeah. part of the That's the problem. We were totally in the wrong. Like We had no case. You need a location release. You need a location release. You need a talent release. Release a talent release. You guys a, still do all that? Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you guys still do. You guys follow the law. Shit buttoned up. You think Capital One wants to sponsor us if we don't Look, have things someday, locked up? We need to sell this catalog of content to a streaming platform, and we can't do that unless we have paperwork. Yeah. Yeah, well, imagine. Oh, is that here. why we do it? Yeah. I just do it because I don't know. I well, just and we'd get sued. But yeah, but that's one of the best just reasons. Training, I guess that's one. Yeah, when you come up in a major media company, they ingrain in you like you, you know, you can't yeah. rip I mean, off should. other people's shit. It's you pretty embarrassing to. though to sue. Yes, theory for not <laughs> wanting to be in a video. Like, yeah, how non-spontaneous. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> I said no, and I'm suing you. Yeah. <laughs> The people yeah. that complain to have like it's always like a bad reason. Like the guy that wanted his face blurred, he had like six beers in his hands in an office building, so he was literally like <laughs> stealing beers from the office. It was like the dude that took too many Lacroix at BuzzFeed, same thing. Yeah, and like yeah. if my face was, I I used to steal all their snacks. Like, oh, everyone, oh, yeah, it's course. not stealing. It's not stealing. It's complimentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you working show, overtime like, ever and not oh, getting paid for it? I was. I never left the yeah, office. They were stealing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that you know that was eric's start of like hey come join us for a bit <laughs> yeah so how did you all meet each other what happened there because you're from different parts of our lives so it's very interesting that you're together mm. it's very yeah it was, yeah, it was a very unexpected morning for me i knew right. none of this was happening yeah <laughs> you for, walked in you looked at us you for were like, the record like, yeah what? this was not planned cool. no not at all keith and thomas yeah. got breakfast together for that aforementioned video is that the guy from and yes then theory just hung in our out. office <laughs> yeah <laughs> And your brand new office, like what is going on right now? <laughs> um, no, I started I started a YouTube channel over during COVID, which is funny to hear both of you guys talk about how difficult COVID was for your channels because that's my only solo YouTube experience. That really, sucks. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was was during COVID because uh, everything I was doing came to a halt, and. I was a big fan of Yes Theory, and I had this video that my mom accidentally became friends with a scammer from Pakistan, like uh, over the phone. Oh, wow. She was like super lonely during COVID, I guess, and she, she like striked up a conversation with a scam guy, and then they <laughs> exchanged WhatsApp numbers and became best friends. So <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, it's a great story. Yeah, they have like yeah. 100 pages of text over WhatsApp, and like she wow. knows everything about him. So I... I has, just real quick. No has money he, has been wired either uh, way? She tried to wire him money at some point, and then he felt bad, and he said, please, please, please don't wire me the money. Wow. And then they just... But sometimes he'll still like fall back into his tropes and be like, "Can you just send me an iPhone, maybe?" And then and then he'd be like, "Never mind, never mind, I don't." Know. <laughs> so like a scammer with a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if he updates her. It's like, "Hey, pulled off a successful scam today." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be. I I don't know. I gotta ask my mom how that conversation has been going. Okay, but, but please go on. I I thought that it was like a cool idea for Yes Theory. I thought that they like some sort of thing of befriending a, a scammer where we mm. go to Pakistan and like meet the guy and I don't know. And so I DM'd well, him. Wasn't Amar. his dream to want to become a YouTuber? His dream was to become a YouTuber. 
And we so thought, he, could we help the scammer become a YouTuber? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Yeah. Leave his scam and get him to quit. Behind. Yeah, and quit yeah. his scam. What is YouTube life. but the ultimate scam? It, yeah. <laughs> I was going to hire him to just start scamming people into subscribing to my channel. That was my ultimate goal. Oh. Just call. <laughs> and, yeah. and That's pretty to funny, subscribe. too. Um, hire a call center to grow subscribers. But <laughs> so I DM'd Amar the idea. And then he, he called Amar, who's another Yes Theory member. And uh, then we just FaceTimed. And we talked about it and it, it didn't happen because of COVID. And then Thomas, you kind of reached out and were like, uh, wanted to mentor me and just give me advice and guidance, which was so cool and awesome. And then we just started hanging out and talking. And then I just started joining in on adventures and videos. And now uh, I decided to stop YouTube for a little bit because I wanted to focus on acting. And then they were like, come and film with us and work with us. And I was like, okay, fuck it. Let's, <laughs> let's experience this. So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny to see how different people have found different homes on the internet, like post BuzzFeed, which is where we all started. And you started sort of like so much later than we did at BuzzFeed. And I feel like you were one of the only personalities left for a while. You want, and you you actually, want to have a secret, yeah. Eric? I mean, your content was inspiring to us. Oh, yeah. We you did like, such good videos. Who is this fucking kid yeah. making our <laughs> shit better than we are? We got to meet this kid. Because in New York, no one got what I was doing. They all hated me. They were like, what is this human? Uh, so that's very cool to hear. That, yeah. By the way, I didn't feel that way. That oh, was yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, the, it's crazy how I got... My, I was uh, just trying to, they really didn't want personalities. They almost didn't hire me well, because yeah. I told them I was I wanted to be an actor. And mm -hmm. they were like, this guy is not the thing. We want hands. We want more tasty stuff. Yeah. We don't want personalities because everyone's leaving. And so I was really trying. <laughs> I was really trying. You proved him right, by the way. Yeah. And then I left. <laughs> I kept telling them, I'm like, people are going to leave. Like, just be okay with it. You just embrace it and have like churn out amazing people constantly. But they were like, no, I'm too scared. We can't have any more wild and buzzing videos. And, um, <laughs> which you also did. Yeah. Which I also yeah, yeah. did. And so, uh, but I was just trying. And then uh, I was just trying to make videos with, with people and personalities. And Eugene was walking by. One day he was visiting the New York office and I was doing a try not to extreme try not to laugh. Oh, video. Yeah. oh that one. That's and then one. I was I asked my manager, I was like, can I ask, should I just walk up to Eugene and ask him to be in the video? And they were like, no, no, probably not. Probably don't not. you look Eugene don't, in don't the look eye. <laughs> so whenever you speak to Eugene, <laughs> so take a weird. breath mint first. Yeah, yeah. Don't come near Eugene. And then I just ran up and I was like, hey, I'm going to can I make you laugh? Try and make you laugh for like 10 minutes. And he's like. Okay, yeah, and then just walked <laughs> into the room, and that video blew up. It did great. It was really fun, and then and then I just started like hitting you guys up all the time to make. Videos. Yeah, we made a couple of videos and together. Mm -hmm. so. It was, really, but I came towards the end of yeah the BuzzFeed. I, I came. I actually, I actually met us on our last day. Last day, yeah. yeah. I actually only applied because of a YLF BuzzFeed video. I saw a YLF BuzzFeed video. <laughs> and you, and you, I was you, like, Did you take that to mean it was there was a job opening? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I saw a job opening. And I was also like, It doesn't sound that bad. Like, this sounds pretty cool. And so, You're right. And that, I think that's a, a thing we don't talk about is that pot, lots of it was awesome. Yeah. You yeah. Know, a lot of I it was it. dope. It's like a creative, like, mecca. There's so many cool people. It's a great times, a lot of resources to make cool stuff. Uh, you could be inspired by your peers and, and 
you were also though constantly trying to prove that you were good enough to work there which is maybe like a, a little toxic a but. melting point of like young creative people mm -hmm. all striving to make things i i had a f i was auditioning for snl at the same time mm -hmm. that i got the job at buzzfeed mm -hmm. and the f excitement that i had being a fellow at buzzfeed was equivalent to if i had gotten hired on snl for which wow. is crazy for an actor to to think that a social media job could have done that and so i always thought it could have been a, 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 a incubator for just like it, which it was for you yeah. guys. But when I got there, that stopped. And I thought it could have continued well, and, and something. I think that would have been, yeah, the ideal version. It of would it. have been They incredible. never wanted it to be an incubator, though. Like, even like we, so we became who we were because we purposefully didn't do what they wanted. <laughs> they were like, you four wow. shouldn't be making Try Guys videos. It's four <laughs> people's energy making one video. That's not good. It's like, yeah, but it's a video that's four times as good as other videos. <laughs> like that's it, it's it should work out. And they're like, yeah, it's not good. And they're like, you should get other people to be Try Guys. I'm like, well, no one else wants to be. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> and second, like we have a good thing going. Let's just let's just keep exploring it. It's working. Let's keep doing it. So fascinating. Yeah, it's all about efficiency. Like the and and they actually made me per every month. I could only make X amount of videos that I was in and then I had to produce yeah. videos I wasn't in because they were like we don't want to support you wanting to be in videos which yeah. is so fascinating they, they are weird about that I do mm -hmm. remember I mean like I was a manager for a while at BuzzFeed and then I also had managers and sometimes my managers would tell me to have a manager-esque conversation with a talent telling them <laughs> that they shouldn't be in videos as much. I'm like, how do I, how, what am I, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> what do you, they clearly like being in videos. They're good at videos. What you, how do I have this conversation? You know, being like, well, uh, I think to, uh, you know, encourage your growth as a, as a media creator, you know, you should wow, build some exactly behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah, skills and i'm like oh okay i guess that <laughs> feels really you know disingenuous to for me to have that conversation when like i'm uh, <laughs> then going around and being like well really pretty good thing for me would be to be in videos so <laughs> i'm only gonna make videos and i'm in the funniest part was that they would actually encourage people who didn't want to be personalities to be personalities and people who did want to be personalities not to be personalities so i remember very specifically that i would like try to put my like Twitter or Instagram handle or even just my name on a video, like on like giving myself mm -hmm. a lower third, like you don't need to have your name on it. And I was like, but it's me. And then like <laughs> two months later, someone else who like wasn't trying to be a personality had their name on a video. And I mm -hmm. literally took that video over to that manager and said, the fuck is this? Yeah. You said we aren't supposed to have our names. Like, well, it's different. I was like, how is it different? It's like, well, because it it's just different. It's like, it's not different. And then the <laughs> next video not. I made, I put my name and handle on it. And I waited for them to tell me. Not yeah, to. I mean, they had a policy where, you know, mm -hmm. the main account, say, would like post like a photo of you or a photo of maybe like me and Ariel or something. And like mm -hmm. they had a policy to not tag individual accounts, which Crazy. makes no sense. So I weird. was, I was know, hated for that body paint video because I found like a loophole where I, I was like, I'm going to make the premise about me trying to because I couldn't put my handles in. And I was mm. like, I know I'm going to leave this place. I need to like get some sort of clout. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to make a series about trying to get a million followers on Instagram. Oh, brilliant. That was the very hack. Smart. But I was very smart. hated for it. I was hated for it. So the video was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, cover body paint works well on Instagram. So I'm going to post that on my Instagram and see how it does. And then I didn't get any followers. So sad. Boohoo. You guys should go follow me. Oh, and no. they were all really mad at me for it. And, uh, and then everyone so started funny. trying to get their handles in. But uh, to, to 
add Thomas really yeah, quick so into this conversation? Yeah. Um, uh, what's super weird about being in this whole group, it, it feels very serendipitous, which is Thomas's favorite word. Um, mm. He uses it a lot. <laughs> when I was at BuzzFeed, I saw, I used to watch Yes Theory all the time. That's why I was, it's so crazy to be in this room. And I had multiple meetings when you guys released the Wim Hof documentary. I was still at BuzzFeed and I watched it and it was the first time I thought like YouTube was reinvented, like something brand new was being put on YouTube, which was like a fully fleshed out documentary that was so well done. And I kept having meetings with with uh, uh, all these managers where I was like, this is what we need to be doing. Like this is changing the game. And they were like, no, just let's just do another like quick, like you swap Russian food with Americans. Let's just do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay. But it's really crazy to all be in the same room now because these are like, the the two people I looked up to on YouTube, the two groups. That's uh, very, yeah, very cool. You know, I actually, I actually remember I also similarly watched lots of Yes Theory videos oh, when I was sweet. working at BuzzFeed with Aria. And then we made, I don't know what video inspired it, but we made, uh, I hired a friend on Craigslist and made it with Aria. Yeah. Fully inspired. I do, the Wim Hof, I have a huge question. Yeah. When you got in the water, yep. were you not a little worried that you were going to get frostbite on your dick? No, I thought I was going <laughs> to die. Like, yeah. I was, I, I was seeing these headlines in my head. <laughs> Like YouTubers loses his hands in <laughs> dumb experiment in Poland. Like I was like, this is horrible. Like yeah. I was hearing my mom's voice telling me this is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever done the whole time. Yeah. And the the thing is like I've done ice bath since then. Mm -hmm. So the Wim Hof experience, Wim Hof is Iceman. Mm -hmm. um, and he has this cabin in Poland where he takes people through this kind of boot camp of gradual cold exposure and breathing therapy and all these things. And we thought we were going to do that. But when we arrived and he saw we had seek discomfort on all our sweaters and t-shirts, he mm -hmm. said, okay, seek discomfort? All right, let's do it. Like, let's do it. Let's dial it up. Let's do it. <laughs> he just guys want to, threw you right in. To yeah, yeah. These guys want to seek discomfort? Like, let's let's bring it to them. And so mm -hmm. he, like, we start the day with cliff jumping into ice water and we're all kind of like getting oh out. And a lot of energy <laughs> and all that. This? I didn't know that was part of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was intense, you know, and then he seemed yeah. like we're all kind of like laughing and screaming and because you just jump in for a few seconds and get out. And so the next day he wakes up and he's like, his son was really insisting on us making this like a scientific piece to explain like the the benefits of cold exposure <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and breathing. And then, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of yeah, we wake so up the next, <laughs> the, the next morning and we're all trying to get breakfast and uh, Wim goes, fuck the breathing, fuck the training. We go now. <laughs> and we're like, what? It's like, no breakfast. <laughs> we go into the water. You do it no great. Breakfast. Yes. Theory. Like, <laughs> he, he was crazy. He's crazy. He's a total, yeah, he's a total loose cannon. And we're all like, what? And even his son is like looking at us like, what's going on? And we're like, you're organizing this. What do you mean what's going on? <laughs> and he's like, okay, we don't need any training. We just go in the water 10 minutes below and below freezing. Minutes. Yeah, it was below freezing because it was a moving body of water. Every, all the lakes and everything was frozen. So we get in and, the, uh, you know, it's worth a regular ice bath. After a minute or two, you have a little bit of like, you know, when the water's not moving, so you have a little bit of like, well, like you know, you, your body creates. Like your a body yeah. warms it. I don't have to yeah. yeah, yeah, You're exactly. Right. But when this body of water that's not happening, so like, mm. you put your feet in, and every instinct in your body is telling you to get out. Like, leave. how do you stay now? <laughs> I, I, I was, I got in, and I was like, I'm gonna leave in 30 seconds for sure. Like, absolutely, I'm leaving. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna at least give it a shot. You know, and then I get in and then I think the energy of just all of us being together mm -hmm. was the only thing that kept me that in. That helps. Yeah. I was within a minute. I was like, I think I'm going to die if I don't get out right now. And then I 
Wim just locked in on me because he saw that I was <laughs> the weakest man. In the <laughs> like Sky was in there with us. That also worked. At oh, Buzz I didn't Feed. know Sky came with you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. she came with us. She was doing all right, you know. And she's I, cool. I, yeah, she's doing great. I'm the only one that's like, I'm not gonna make it. I'm, this is not gonna work. This is terrible. And so Wim just locks in with me and just walks me through it. And he just goes, breathe. We're going to do this. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going out. I'm going to leave. And then push through it. And it's like I, positive peer pressure. Positive peer pressure. Right. But honestly, I think it was one of the more like profound uh, experiences that I had because I, I really did push myself beyond what I thought was possible. And I definitely do think that it was not safe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but coming out of it, I felt... Like the, the, I had a renewed sense of like self-confidence in a way because mm. I was like, okay, like there's, I, I was capable of more than I thought. Yeah. And th there is something to this, you know, and what he was trying to prove to us is that um, we always underestimate like what we're actually capable of. We constantly do that in our lives and a lot of it is mental. And so what he wanted to show, it wasn't just like a fuck the breathing, fuck the training. It was like, I want to show these guys that even with just, conviction you can mm. you can do anything even something that you literally believe is impossible um so talk me through this because we we haven't admittedly done a video that puts us that far out of our comfort zone in a while COVID has a big part to do with that right like we mm. haven't actually done any yeah. of these insane physical I, things in I, about a year i had a tarantula on my face two days ago okay we've done some crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like no that was me thinking that i was like wow this is really uncomfortable well it's been a while been since a while. i've like filmed something where i'm this uncomfortable and also like, like we, cooking you know, without a recipe is hilarious and very engaging but it's not that far out of my comfort zone and but. we've been doing it within the confines of kind of trying to keep a nine to five because we have this mm -hmm. group over here and ned's got a baby to go home to my body mm -hmm. hurts all the time so like we've, we've kind of made this <laughs> comfortable structure over here but Part of our shtick from the beginning is that we are willing to try crazy things in order to understand people, but we really seldom want to ever do it. <laughs> like when we were getting our bellies zapped or whatever we were doing, swimming with sharks, we, we were fucking terrified. Do you guys, do you get off on this? Like, are you like, no, I want to push it farther. Or are you doing things that you know that you actually don't want to do? Right. There's discomfort, <laughs> but then there's seek. So you, you're you're yeah. looking for it, but yeah. it, you know it's not like pleasurable. Is it yeah. like when one of you says, "I don't want to do that"? Does that make the other people say, "Like, okay, well then we should"? Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's a, a bit, bit of that. I think it, it's that's a great question. Um, it's I'll, 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 it's interesting. I want to I want to answer just one thing on that. Is Please. that I asked about ten questions. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a difference between the uncomfortable and seeking discomfort because mm -hmm. when I've joined on really not that difficult of adventures i'm just uncomfortable and like terrified mm. but they're seeking it and like yeah. in, it, they're uncomfortable they're enjoying it. like when i used to watch the videos i used to think like oh, i'm gonna be like thomas you know like it's like not that hard but like i would be the one that wimps out of these things but now when i'm next to thomas i'm like 10 like 100 degrees more uncomfortable than thomas is <laughs> so like they're not average people like they can handle way more. we just went into a jungle in puerto rico it wasn't that crazy but it was like a I call it an abandoned jungle, even though jungle. <laughs> <laughs> jungle. And he uh, got stung by like a little spider. I thought I was, was going to die. I thought <laughs> I was going to die. They were like, drawing little circles on your like inflamed. And they were all like, dude, shut up. You're fine. I was like, no, no, no. No, breathe now. Breathe. I don't know. Jungle spiders. Especially what? abandoned jungle spiders. Abandoned jungle spiders. I got stung too. It was fine. 
See, they're calling the men back. Tell left. us where you. Where is your family from? So my family's from Sweden. Yeah, we're me and Eric. We got weak two genes. We crumble under pressure. We, yeah, we have a high chance of death. Like we, we have to be really careful about everything. It's stressful. So th- th- you guys definitely have a way stronger tolerance, I think, than most people. But I think it comes with it's. I've been doing it for a while now, so I think I have a lot higher tolerance than I used to have. Like things that used to make me uncomfortable are I have a much higher tolerance towards them now. Like going out to ask strangers for insane things used to give me like heart attacks like i was anxious the whole time Mm -hmm. and now also because i approach it differently i think about what this is what this can potentially do for the person you know like Mm -hmm. we've done it enough and it's it's a lot of people change their entire careers after these things you know like people have gone public speaking like things going on just because they said yes to one of our videos people wow. have gone in the news like but yeah your experiences could realistically genuinely change someone's life so that's the now i approach it with that wow. right I, I don't go like oh i'm asking these people for a favor i'm asking them i, I have a favor that i'm seeking to give to someone yeah. and that shift has, has helped me and so I, i've i've done i've changed these little dials in my head that have helped me and i definitely used to be way more like picky with my routine picky with how i do things and then after a while, when like, I a few months ago, I did uh, I train hopped uh, a train in Mauritania across uh, a <laughs> desert. So Mauritania is a is a country that's ninety seven percent in the Sahara Desert, a bit south of Morocco, mm. and it's it goes from the smack in the middle of the Sahara Desert out to the coast, and it's like a twenty hour train ride at night in the Sahara, and you're sleeping on iron ore. <laughs> she was, I, I watched that video. It was very very cool. Uh, thank you. It was like. I read it. I was like, you can't do that. <laughs> when I played well, this video, I was like, you can't do this. Well, that this was just real. so hard on, on in so many ways. Um, just being on that trip in general was hard. Like the logistic, like nobody travels to that country. So th- there's a lot of, it. like p- the people were amazing and so hospitable. Uh, but yeah, I've just been forced to let go of so many things that I usually need. You know, like it's just, you, you're just kind of, you have no other choice. And with practice, you just kind of get, used to that feeling a little more but there are still a lot of things that do make me uncomfortable and so it's that's the mental thing about what's your top five top uh, five me calling I, the I, governor dougie yeah we <laughs> met the governor of north dakota last week it's that's a whole other story <laughs> that made him so uncomfortable it's it's like me being stupid makes him really uncomfortable it's weird but like are you jumping out of space out with us <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you guys would make him very uncomfortable oh it's, i love it's this interesting. it's not like it's well, not he was, dangerous he, was, things. he walked we walked into the governor's office and he goes hey is dougie here <laughs> his name is doug bergham so i just go dude you can't call him dougie and, got so and then we just turned around and walked out because the secretary was looking at us like what are you asking me right now like we're trying to meet the governor as like a favor and we're and, I'm, and i need to even get to the point where i can pitch him like i want to do something with you that you've never done before and so yeah, when we start with like is dougie around we're like okay my chances are so screwed like we've done episodes where we try to meet people that are hard to meet and you have to like really the gatekeepers are the ones that will decide so good impressions it's like and then he did that but it was funny we're gonna leave it in the video it's great but i was like damn we just Burn all our bridges, <laughs> but it was fine. It worked out. We ended yeah. up meeting him. But well, um, what are your real top top five? Honestly, I still struggle with heights. Uh, we've done so many mm-hmm. variations of this, but I still get oh, like vertigo. Scary. Like I don't think I I can get used to like I don't I won't like not do it, but it'll still scare me every yeah. time. Uh, skydiving less weirdly, like because it's you just jump out of a plane and your brain can't really process the heights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it, it's it's a different 
relationship with heights but every time we do things there's like so much pressure on your body right yeah exactly like you don't you you don't feel like you're falling it's just like you're there's so much air on you so it's a bit different but we did an episode two summers ago that was we set up a high line uh so like uh basically Mm -hmm. a three-way triangular net uh in front of a canyon Uh, and Uh, to sleep on it overnight. Yeah, that's freaky. Because yeah. your brain is telling you this is wrong. Like, yeah. For you to actually be on that, you you need to ignore evolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then at night, a storm hit, and so the whole thing started flopping, and like you could hear the 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 like lines like start flopping, and it was the the net stretched overnight with three oh. people on it, so oh. one side was like much more stretched, so we were like kind of constantly rolling off oh my falling. god well hey that would make the eventual fall less and less right as you slope down yeah so you <laughs> slipped, it was it was horrible and then it was it started raining and i'm i'm and, See, I'm, that, and right there that is the difference we would yeah, we would be, be inside <laughs> yeah. we, would, we would end the video early we would get the beats we need to and get the fuck out of there yeah well yeah. i was i was on Call that OSHA. net i was like i'm i don't know i, I was my adrenaline was like I was in constant fight or flight. Like I was like, I need to survive right now was like the emotions in my body. And I I was worried that if I even tried to push through, I wouldn't have any energy left in the morning to get off. Because getting off this thing, you have to like re-harness yourself onto the thing and unhook one. And it's super complicated. So like 3 a.m. I go like, I need to get off. I need to get off now. Okay, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna reveal a little bit about myself here as a YouTuber and a filmmaker, a little bit of a lot guy over here. But part of my brain would goes goes like, all right, well, as a filmmaker, I just need to get the beats to tell the story and get out of here. And it sounds uh-huh. like you are like, no, I am here for this experience. Yeah, and the 100%. experience is the video. Yeah, and then you, it, it sounds like you're thinking about that first and foremost. Yeah, and no part of you is going like, well, I can, you know. It's fucking dangerous. I We've already off. had the second act break, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's pretty close. We just need to have breakfast next morning, talk about how it changed ourselves. And, I mean, our classic uh, story is, is we were on a, a, life, to subscribe. a life raft in the middle of the ocean, which you did as well. Yeah. And I've seen your video, yeah. and your video is so much fucking more intense. But we, we, so this is a classic Try Guys video where we were out on a, on a raft. Sharks started swimming underneath us. There was a huge storm coming. Keith was vomiting like crazy. And what was supposed to be, what, like an eight-hour video, we were like, hey, guys, we need to get out of here in the next, you know, 45 minutes or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Yeah, uh, like I'm two probably, hours. We yeah, had- we, so we just crammed it and we just like, cool, we're just going to get the story beats. And we're like, hey, everyone shut up. We're going to do this beat where we're like exhausted for five minutes and, you know, film that moment. Like, okay, cool. That takes, that's this I mean, we were pretty exhausted. We were, but you know know what I mean? Like, imagine how exhausted you'd be if you were being slung around for five hours. But we kind of approached it as like, hey, let's grab these moments. Whereas you are (laughs) hanging out on a net that is uh, hazardous to your life. Yeah. You have to see the visual. It's, I think it's the scariest video I've ever seen you do. And Thomas is actually thinks you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane to capture. At 3 a.m., pitch black, he's, you know, it's the, the, it's, uh, uh, it's like the Grand Canyon. It's like abyss. Yeah. And you're crawling on a thin rope to try and get back <laughs> to the ledge to get off in the, at 3 a.m. It's and he's like, I, it looked like you're it's like he's crying throughout the entire video. The it's camera just pure cut fear. When I was like, I, I started to like panic and I don't I've never panicked in a video before. And I start to have because what happened as I tried to get back on the rope. I my harness was clipped around a, another rope, yeah, so I got stuck. <laughs> so I, 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 I as oh. as I tried to swing off of the net to get on this line, <laughs> I got stuck, and now I'm halfway in between both, and so I'm having to like pull my the weight of my entire body to climb back up oh. and like unhook and redo it. 
And it was... I mean, I'm going to ask your children, like, do you think that you had a chance of dying that night? And is that worth it? No, I think... So basically, so we have two, <laughs> we have, we have, we have two harnesses always. So when you unhook one, you're still hooked to a to line. Something. So okay. every time you need to unhook on one to go to another, you're... So you have to mm. unhook two, right? right? So you yeah. do one... And then you're still so hooked. So even, even while sleeping, between. you are hooked to Yeah, so we a had net. a line. Yeah, yeah. So when we're on the net, we're still hooked to, uh, there was like a three, uh, an extra like three-way line above us. And we were also hooked to that. Oh, okay. So we weren't like uh, free floating and could have just slipped off. Okay, okay, the, okay. <laughs> if, if you slip off though, you are hanging from pretty high up and you'll need like everyone to like pull you back up. So you don't wow. want to fall off. It's not, not good, <laughs> right. you know? But See, it was. I'd be thinking the entire time that just the ropes would all break. I wouldn't like. That was my, my fear. Yeah. It's like I mm-hmm. I didn't have the the thing is like the guy we were with is like a professional highliner guy, right? And he had an extra person who was mm-hmm. there who would check the lines. But I just didn't. I didn't have faith in the lines. I was like, if one of these snaps, <laughs> yeah, like we're remember. all screwed here, and I just didn't trust it. And it's just because I don't have that much experience. Like it's hard for me to believe that these lines that I saw being set up like are fine you know like I'm, yeah. like at a roller coaster i have more faith because i'm like this is a, an enormous company that checks right. on these things every day we set these up ourselves yeah. and i was there and i saw it happen mm. so i but that's it was why fine. the old country roller coasters a yeah. little bit more exciting <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. So, small company yeah exactly <laughs> i'm having heart irregular maintenance just listening <laughs> I'm to anxious. this i'm me and zach are making eye contact <laughs> We're feeling a lot of anxiety right lot. now. <laughs> but that, that, that's the thing with the experiences for, for we, yeah, we don't want to, we want to do the full thing and I don't ever want to make it, like when we do the, we have a series that we actually was a series that we uh, did that was 24 hours in a, in a foreign city with no money. Um, and we actually did leave our wallets. You know, we actually, there was no cash in our pockets that was like a it was secret like, stash. Yeah, it was like right. literally zero. We had a phone. So that you could have called if you were in an emergency, but that was it, you know? So we tried to make it as authentic because we're also not like good actors. So it uh-huh. wouldn't look realistic. Like we're, we're really bad at making it seem like we're struggling uh-huh. when we're not. So we have to actually struggle. <laughs> so, And are you thinking about video structure in your mind or are you yeah. just... No, no, absolutely. I okay. am. Yeah, yeah. I am thinking about the, the, the structure of it. And I'm like, okay, I... Because there's times it's not natural to always... Uh, express out loud how you feel constantly yeah, right, right? Sure, like when i get right. anxious i get very quiet uh-huh. and i just kind of like need to walk away and be alone for a while <laughs> like i i don't i don't like talk about it and so I'm, I'm forcing myself to obviously express that if i'm like okay i'm pretty terrified right now i talk about it more than i would usually um and if nothing's going on you can say okay let's cut the cameras so that the editor doesn't have as much footage to sort through yeah, yeah, <laughs> although they exactly. have a, a lot, lot of footage yeah, we have yeah. a lot of footage because we never really know where the thing is gonna like where the excitement is where the main thing is gonna happen right so then we just definitely tend to overshoot certain moments mm-hmm. um i'm gonna call this i'm gonna uh i'm gonna bring up your favorite word uh call this surprise morning podcast a little serendipitous because right now we're at a point like we're, we're emerging from covid trying to figure out what is the next few months of try guys look like and part of me is like yeah let's fuck zach up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's really go there let's do some wacky shit yeah let's you want to join for an adventure Hell yeah. We, we've been trying to come up with something we can do together. I'm, I'm excited to arrive at that point. You know, I know we will. And, and I just, think we maybe we're overthinking it. Just throw me in it. Just throw us in a video and let's do the same thing. Because we totally. were like trying to think of this 
some master collab master yeah. collab where there's like two different expressions one on your channel one on ours ah fuck it just put me through one of the ringers and i'll i think I'll that's up. probably <laughs> a good idea up. yeah fuck me up yeah fuck i mean that's kind of good. initially i hesitated to uh but also i'm very fragile yeah <laughs> <laughs> messaging even keith about this idea because i was like then we've been talking about doing something big it's just mm. like does this feel too small? But then I was like, it's a good baby step to at least come to Burger King just, with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you sort of, of suspend yourself above canyons, but I kind of do that when I eat the menu. You know? yeah. 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 There are moments where I think I'm going to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you go through I'd a whole training. I mean, it's like two days Keith before. Keith is our bravest member. His stomach has I gone I certainly put my body through the most uh, intense experiences, but it's like not what you think of as an intense experience. <laughs> just, trust me, it feels intense. We should just call it Keith poisons himself at McDonald's. Keith yeah, poisons basically. himself at Taco Bell. Yeah. You ever gotten food poisoning from one of the episodes? No, I haven't gotten food poisoning. Well, I the just, delirium I mean, is just a, generally. I mean, like, there's a spectrum. Just general though. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's. A, I guess it is food poisoning. You fucked it's, up your insides. It's too much salt. <laughs> it's not like I'm not vomiting, uh, but I don't feel good. I'm glad that you can do really epic things, but also return to just fast food content yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's different for us, but it's I'm, I'm excited to see how it's going to do. We've done some diet things in the past. Matt fasted for like five days, like only water. Wow. That was interesting. And then he tried vegan. Matt was usually our uh, human guinea pig. Body uh, hacker. But he's taking a bit of a break to write our book right now. So he's out and about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just decided to go for like a diet thing to see how it pertains to our daily lives, like how it's going to impact it. Uh, I just learned about, so I have chronic pain and I just learned that there is, I think it's like a 10 day water fast that people do that apparently is in Mongolia. I know. I think it's like in the U S but you are so critical the first few days that you need to be in a hospital to to be monitored because uh, anyway, I I'll figure I don't want to intense. Let's do it. You're only drinking water for 10 days. Something like that. But like apparently is great for chronic pain. And I'm like, that's some, that's like edge of. The needles, yeah. science slash pseudoscience. Hmm. Um, I, we will bleep this if this is not public, but someone on your team wanted to make a city, right? Yeah, Amar. No, no, it is. Okay. Yeah. Amar wants to make a city. Yep. And one of the collabs <laughs> that we joked about doing is that we would make a rival city next to your city <laughs> oh, that's so and go good. to war. <laughs> that's declare so good. war on Yes well, Theory. We've been genuinely looking into abandoned towns for sale. Yeah, well, if you find... Um, there like, are some. Yeah, there are some. They're, but they're just close. like a couple million. So it's like, well, is it worth it for you? Yeah. <laughs> Should we drain everything? If we can find a city abandoned towns, then we can great. invest in one and mm. launch water balloons at or each other. Or what if we pull like a bunch of creators together and then we buy a YouTube city, like an abandoned city. Wow, it's like the, like the old Vine building, but better. But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like this abandoned, like with plumbing, <laughs> like a country, like cowboy-looking town in Texas. That's like two million dollars. We're like, we can't buy that. No rules, only views. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the only the rule is going viral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, we're gonna be... have to get internet installed in the town. Yeah, yeah. It's fiber. Be, yeah, yeah. fiber. It's gonna be a big process. Yeah, that's true. I'm no. though down. I'm into it. I, I think it's super cool. I love when you drive by things that look like semi-abandoned, even like businesses that yeah. are like pretty big. You're like, man, what's going? What goes on in there now? Yeah, <laughs> totally. What could it be? We could talk for days, so we should have you back uh, mm-hmm. on the podcast because you had some really crazy stories, and I imagine you have more, and I really want to hear them. Uh, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, we do have to end this podcast. Before we do, of course, we have to get our favorite segment because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you need advice, and the best person to get advice from is someone with less experience in life than you. Yeah. Uh, so now it's time to get advice that will go for miles mm-hmm. from our ad- advice man, mm-hmm. Miles Bonsignore. <laughs> 
So yeah, once again, I give this disclaimer to the guests. Usually I just do this alone in front of them. <laughs> and uh, now I sort of have to do it in front of other people. And um, Miles. <clears throat> Warren Michaels is in the audience. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's really a good. good song. Come on, okay. Miles. Get us hype. Here we go. What the fuck is up, Miles Nation? Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, you stinky little sluts? Okay. Oh, no. You, you said you weren't going to defame, you know, disparage our audience. Have you ever wanted to be a stupid little bird? Oh. Okay. Have you ever wanted to hold on to a little string that's as long as your dingle? Are you doing a carrier okay. pigeon? Are you talking about carrier pigeons? I'm, I'm getting more excited. I can fly twice as high. Take a look. Bring a book. Fly a kite. No. <gasps> that's the advice? My advice for this week is to fly a kite. Hell yeah. Kites Ooh. are yes. sick as hell, especially no, when not. you're stoned as fuck. <laughs> kites Keith, suck. Keith, take it back. You take it back right kites, now. Kites I'm suck. so stupid. This is not your segment. This is Miles' segment. Okay, that's ahead. right. Miles I was on Sunday, I went to the beach, <laughs> popped a little out of Beyblade. And my friend had a kite, and we flew it on the beach, and it was a fucking treasure. Wow. I find it relaxing. I find it good for the soul. <laughs> and it was fine. That's and that's nice. your advice. Get a kite, find a windy day, and enjoy yourself. Yeah, that second part is very important, though, because I'm with Keith. If you don't have a windy day, tough, yeah. and you're out there, like, yanking it. Yeah. Uh, I was a fucking child no. in Tennessee. There was never any wind, and yeah. I, I all I did was run across my yard and just try to get that motherfucker to go in the air, and it wouldn't. So it was yeah, just it, it was go. just a yeah. source of sadness. Tennessee's pretty landlocked, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just got so many hills, and, like, you'd think the hills would create wind, but somehow where my house was, none. But yeah. the beach is often quite windy. It was very windy. And you can just sit there, mm-hmm. let that puppy ride just up, especially, up in the air. Yeah, especially if you're big Dorino. It, uh, <laughs> I, you know. I agree that being high would improve it. California, it's legal, so not telling people. Kites are legal. Awesome. Kites are illegal. I think it's actually still not Wait, technically legal to be yeah. high in public. Just like how you can't like, be drunk <laughs> in public. It's public intoxication. Don't lead it, actually. I wasn't fucking like falling down. I don't know, man. You called it baked arena. You thought thought a kite was fun. You must have been pretty fucked up. I need to tell you something, Miles. Yeah. I have never flown a kite. (gasps) When I was a kid, we got a kite once uh-huh. and my like my dad i guess couldn't figure it out or something what a loser <laughs> uh, figure i don't know i was like we like couldn't fly a kite and what like the only kite memory i have is someone put a kite up in the air buried it in the sand and mm. then we tried to find it and like couldn't find the bottom and had to cut it and it broke but recently how's that possible so it's connected sad. to the string. string i know but we like couldn't get to the bottom it like you I don't could know. So were you, you dig further <gasps> and were you on some at a place i'm not blaming you there. <laughs> it was like the water washed over it. It moved. Oh, we like couldn't get okay. deep enough. Sounds like you know. were Stonerito. Right? <laughs> Recently, I saw a dude flying a kite, and yeah. it's like 
Kite technology has come quite a long way. I agree. And dudes are ripping this shit. Mm -hmm. The two-handle. It is mm. thrilling. And you know what? I was a little stoned to read <laughs> it as well. <laughs> but the two-handers now, it you can give a double handy and it's perfect. Mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah, a kite with a single string, get me out of here. But with two strings, it's a blast. I'm going to say even better than flying a kite. Just go down to the dock <laughs> and find the dude that's the kite guy. Yeah, that's good. Diet. The guy that Watch brings someone else. his custom kite. Yeah, and just watch him work magic I mean, in the sky. Keith, you probably wouldn't like windsurfing, then, huh? No, windsurfing seems dope because it's a kite with purpose. Yeah. It moves me. I think I I'm afraid of heights and stuff, but windsurfing, God, that looks amazing. when they crest off of a wave and oh then my God, pull they're, it they're and then they just sit up like they're floating. So, yeah, a lot of body strength. Have you guys tried extreme sports? Like each of you pick an extreme sport. For a mm, day, and you try it. Oh, maybe you find way like, extreme um, sports video. We've done a few, but not a ton. So like this yeah. is the UFC fighting. Like once again, I the feel difference. Like it's we the did most hang extreme. gliding, but we did it off of like a five a foot dune. sand dune. It was like a it was scary thirty degree <laughs> incline. Whereas when you guys would do it, you would probably train for a month and jump off a cliff. And I kind of think that that would be a cooler video. Yeah. Well, it certainly would have been. I think we had to like. We, that was just the only hang gliding place we could find in short notice. Yeah. Mm. But if you, you know, take more time to make it, yeah. then you can go to Costa Rica or whatever. We got to make yeah. two videos a week, bro. We got four podcasts to make. We you guys make a <laughs> lot, a yeah. lot more than we do. And that's part of, part of the difference, too, is mm. like, you mm -hmm. know, and sometimes it's it's fun, but sometimes it's also really hard when a video takes like five days to make and fifth day you're like damn this is for one freaking video and then yeah, the next yeah. week we're doing it again like what it. are we doing are you once a week so, regularly no we, we we kind of have broken it down in, in seasons now which is cool. just like a way for us to do like okay eight to ten episodes then we take like a couple weeks off to prep the next batch and then kind of oh, that's eight to ten great. episodes on so it's like there's like an on and off period and we do basically one season per quarter oh. and then we just run it that way that's pretty good yeah we're trying it out this year for the first time it's working out uh, yeah. for now. I think that obviously it's much better to be consistent all the time, but it was just hard for us to, to keep up. Like our videos have gone progressively more complicated to make and mm -hmm. we come back with more and more footage, <laughs> which is we're trying to come up with simpler ideas, but we just like can't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We Everything is like, let's go to the northernmost city in the world and that takes like days to I mean, get I just said there, though, it's a long you know? game, right? So yeah. like, it's what optimizes you right now doesn't mean it's what's going to optimize you for people oh. sticking around forever. Yeah. Um, such a pleasure to have you guys. Yeah. I, again, I would gladly talk, make this two-hour podcast, but nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. We got to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, we'll yeah. have you back, uh, and hopefully we'll get some kind of collab, whether it's gonna... buying a city or flying into the sky in the mystery mm. balloon. That sounds great. But yeah. you can keep listening for another 10 minutes at patreon.com slash tryguys for the after pod. Guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, do all the things. You know what to do. Smash those buttons. Keith. Check out check out Yes Theory on YouTube if you haven't. Oh, yeah. If this is your first exposure, you're, you're really going to enjoy their content. It's like ours, but better. And go give a, <laughs> go give a watch to Eric at Eric Tabak's uh, back catalog. Oh, yeah, You can watch maybe? the video where he explained why he was quitting YouTube for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and did a brand deal in my goodbye video. I'm I pretty proud that. of that. That was a fun oh, one. That's, that's, that's good. Nice. First yeah, ever. That's real nice. This is the only reason I made the goodbye video. <laughs> I, I had quit before. I was like, I'm burnt out. What was out. the brand? Um, it was Skillshare. I was like, awesome. I was like, I'm leaving, and I'm gonna go learn. And a I'm gonna go learn Skillshare. new skills. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Love that's the nice. pivot. Yeah, that's good. It was, yeah. it was great. Very that's proud of that. The whole video. Kind was of just a bait a and switch video. for the audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keith, hit us with the official tripod theme song. 
Yes, 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 theory. No, 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 never stop watching. Yes, 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 theory. What a good, 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 good time. Wow. iPod. Did you just come up with that? We sure. actually sing that every single every time. time. Yeah. And every yes, theory. We always advertise yes, theory. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing.